Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. I've got a question for you. Do you need to make a change with a person or a group or organization where something needs to either start or stopped or modified? Well, if so, listen to this episode. We're going to be talking about how to have conversations with people in a way where both you guys can walk away feeling satisfied, understood, and having a plan that works. If you're interested in that kind of conversation, Stay tuned after this short break and we will get right into it. Hey there, and we're back. So glad you're here with me. If this is your first time listening, make sure that you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. So as soon as I drop an episode, I will be able to pop into your ears as soon as possible. And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you very much for your loyalty. Be sure to like, share, and inform your community about this podcast if you believe that it's been helping you. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can visit me on denisegelee.com where you can read articles, learn more about my background and history, and check out any other resources that may help you. Everything that we're going to be talking about can be found in detail in Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitudes, the 21-day program where I pop into your inbox and share with you some intimate thoughts as well as some questions that will help you relate better with yourself and others. That's my whole mission of this podcast and everything that I do is helping you relate better with yourself and others. Far too long, we have been working on autopilot, repeating patterns and behaviors that really never served us. I don't even want to say no longer served us. For a lot of us, we just did things based on observations that we saw from our family of origin. But if we were to be honest with ourselves, it didn't work then and it doesn't work now. And if you're looking for that higher level of clarity, I highly encourage you to check out Amazing Attitude. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below. But let's dive into this issue right now. You know, I had a very interesting conversation with my husband a while ago, and we were talking about a particular person that we both know about. We've known this particular person for several years, and he asked me why I wasn't being honest with this person about this particular venture that they were getting into, and I felt ambivalent. I said, I don't know. I don't want to talk with them about it. I don't want to say anything. And my husband convicted me. He said, how are you helping this person or your relationship with them if you don't feel honest to share with? And I, it was convicting. How, how many times has someone been really excited and you, they're sharing an idea and you feel like, oh my goodness, I don't want to burst their bubble. Or let's think of another way. Perhaps you're involved with an organization and They really love your work and they love all the things that you contribute and they love the fact that you go above and beyond, but you are exhausted. You're, you're feeling a little stress. You know, every time you hear that organization, your eyes twitch a little bit, or you feel a little exhausted, just the idea of contacting them because you have literally overextended yourself. I'm talking about these situations where you really do care about them. You really do care about helping them succeed, but you're not being honest with yourself or the other person if you're not being able to be clear, concise, and compassionate. Again, clear, concise, and compassionate. 
we live in a world where there's a lot of ambiguity. What should we do? All this gray zone. And as a result, we muddle up our feelings and we muddle up with other people as to when we need to start working <laughs> and getting certain things done, when we need to stop working and repivot and do something else, or when the, the plan is working, but just needs a little tweaks along the way to make things better. And that's where I really want to open up and talk with you this idea of compassionate directness. Compassion meaning that we sympathize not just with our feelings, but the other person's feelings. And then we're direct. We're not beating around the bush. We're not skirting the issue. We're not making things prolonged and dramatic. You know, I was talking with a client the other day and I and I was saying that how often do we recreate the dramas that we see either on the big screen in the movies or on TV where everything's a scandal, everything needs to be prolonged, everyone's whispering amongst each other about what needs to be done, but everyone's afraid of the elephant in the room. And how and that makes great television, the drama, the suspense, the intrigue, the mystery, but it makes terrible real life. So I think we need to let the the editors and the writers of all those productions keep doing what they're doing. But for our lives and the way we live, we're going to keep things simple. We're going to keep things clear. We're going to drop the drama and we're going to explain exactly what we need. And so I want to explain with you some ideas that I think is going to really help you be direct, well, compassionate. This is a great time if you don't have a pen or a paper or just something to write with to do it. And if writing is not an option, just mentally reflect about what I have to say. And this is definitely something that I dive in a little bit deeper and amazing attitude about how we can learn to be more compassionate with ourselves. For a lot of us, especially introverts, we have done a great job of smothering our feelings to the point where it actually has caused havoc and damage to our mental health, our physical health. How many of us have been saying and complaining about certain people to everyone but the people that need to hear it? How many times have we not been able to have a good night's sleep, rustling and tossing on the sheets, and because we just didn't feel comfortable sharing what we felt. Oh, if that is you, Amazing Attitude can help you resolve some of those those f- issues in more depth. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I just want to explain to you, I totally sympathize as an introvert. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to expend more energy than necessary. And sometimes these conversations are tough because we don't have the language to use. Or perhaps we haven't been able to even be honest with ourselves, let alone other people, about what we want. And I'm hoping that as you listen to me, you will have more compassion for yourself and more compassion for other people. Look, most of us aren't running around trying to cause havoc and chaos wherever we go. Most people, we've heard the expression, we just want to get along So for heaven's sake. We are not trying to have things more complicated than they need to. So I'm hoping as you're listening to me, you might be able to just have that honest reflection. You say, you know what? I really need to have that conversation. You know what? I owe it to myself and I owe it to this other person to really open my heart up and share. And with that being said, my first 
statement that I want to say is that we typically don't want to hurt other people. We don't want to hurt other people because of the energy that's expended, as I said earlier. We don't want to hurt any people because we generally do care. We generally want to see the best in ourselves, our community, and others. But unfortunately, that not having that honesty with ourselves and others hurt. It hurts, like I said earlier, with teams of the physical distress, the eye twitching, or feeling the the knots in your stomach that just feel like they won't go away as soon as that name drops or as soon as you show up at your sister-in-law's house or as soon as you start driving by a particular area and you and all those memories flood in about those uncomfortable moments where you just didn't know how to relate or really how to understand what was going on and i mentioned about the the emotional toll of having the repeat conversations over and over and over again. I think about, on a personal note, I think about my early years of my marriage. And I remember just talking with my husband about it as we, and I said, you know, for the first couple of years, I thought that you would leave me, my you, my husband, I said, you would leave me. And he said, why? And he said, because I just grew accustomed to such betrayal and loss and not having long-term relationships. And I thought about how I observed how my father treated the girlfriends and the women of, in his uh, sphere of uh, influence and romance. And he he told me, he said, why didn't you tell me you felt that fear? And I honestly didn't know, but I can say this now through clarity. I didn't share those feelings because I felt such deep shame about being honest, about observing all that heartache. And I didn't want to feel judged because I came from a background where I experienced that first observing it from my own father and then later through my own romantic relationships. And for a lot of us, we have such deep unresolved issues about certain things that have happened to us. when, And then we react defensively based on things that may or may not even apply with our current situation. And I guess in a way, as I think about it, as I share this with you, I realized that I I did it, I was just trying to protect myself. But in protecting myself, I was actually sabotaging the relationship, my relationship that I had with my husband. I have, not have, had past tense, but I have with my husband. And I think about how my fear was actually damaging his trust in me because I didn't have the confidence in him to be honest. And I again, I talk a lot about amazing attitude, about the people who influence us. In this case, I was letting haunts from old boyfriends and other issues from my own family of origin issues damage my current relationships. I don't want that happening to you right now. Are you repeating patterns based on things that aren't applicable? Probably there needs to be a lot of healing. Probably there needs to be a lot of unpacking and resolving what had happened in the past and how you're being able to relate with new people in a way that honors yourself emotionally as well as others. Okay. Now, one of the things that I had to learn 
and at first ironically started a marriage but it got refined through working with clients and other things is speaking in the language of we not you when we talk and we explain our feelings with other people oftentimes we want to say you caused me this pain you caused me this dissatisfaction you caused all these delays but think about this when we speak in you we're robbing ourselves of our power when we speak in the language of you we're absolving ourselves of any responsibility in our part and we put all the onus and all the power on one person but think about it i'm assuming you're an, a you're a grown person and you have the power to inform people what you can or cannot do you have the power on whether or not you can decide whether or not you can commit to something or not you have the power to decide within your schedule what you can do and what you can't do or what commitments you need to be involved in or perhaps you need to scale back from you have that power and when we say you fail to do this, or you fail to do that, or you should have done this. Well, should implies that the other person is a mind reader. You should implies that they are a psychic that can think about everything that you're thinking now. And I think that language of saying you, 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 you can also damage bonds. What I like to do when I'm talking about what needs to be modified, what needs to be changed or stopped. I say, I know we value this relationship. I know we want to see good things happen. And I know we want to be able to communicate better. Do you agree with that? Now, this is a great time for the other person who's listening to check in and and ask themselves, what do they want? Do they really value it? And of course, no one wants to say, no, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be bothered with this. Of course, most people don't. But if they feel uncomfortable, if they feel that something is amiss or needs to be changed, this opens the door for that compassion for them to explain their own frustration their own issues now whether or not they come back and respond back well you should have done this well that's on them keep your side of the street clean meaning that you can't be responsible for how people react or behave to how you respond you have to stay consistent about being open and honest about who you are what you can do and what you can't do and again I talk a lot about an amazing attitude about that self-ownership that radical self-ownership where we no longer assume victimhood we no longer think of things that's beyond our control we have the control to tell people how we feel we have the power to put ourselves in and we have the power to take ourselves out. It may take us a little longer than we want to if due to certain commitments, financial or emotional, whatever, but we have that power. Are you empowering yourself right now and asking yourself, geez, Denise, I really thought to myself, I was committed to investing in my son or daughter's business, but in reality, I'm not obligated. I'm just spitballing, just talking some things out loud. Or I thought I was really committed to my fill-in-the-blanks 
project. But in reality, they never even asked me to get that involved. I was overextending. I think about a particular project that I just wrapped up and I was asking a contractor to help me. And I said, hey, do you want me to make a like a write a review or make a video or whatever? He was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I need to make a video and I need to overlay it with some other elements and I need to add some audio. And I, I just wanted to deck it out. But the contractor didn't ask me for any of that. My con- The contractor willingly accepted my uh, invite to receive a video testimonial and that was it. But I think for a lot of us, especially us who are inter- entrepreneurs, we want to go above and beyond. We want to razzle and dazzle. But look, how in the world are we helping ourselves by overworking ourselves in areas that was never asked for? And this about bit of compassionate directness is literally being about compassionate with ourselves and asking ourselves, are we really doing this because it was asked for us? Are we doing it because we want to be praised and we want to be worshipped and we want extra recognition? I think for a lot of us, we have to constantly check in our in ourselves and say, why are we doing this? Is this a motivation because we're trying to feel a sense of accomplishment? Are we doing this because it's really necessary? I, I don't know. You have to do it by a case-by-case basis. But even just just recently, I caught myself wanting to get praise on an area that was not necessary nor needed. And I had to stop myself. And it's not easy. Even me, I, I struggle with this. But just going back to this whole issue of checking in and understanding the motivation behind the behavior can really help us. Okay. Now I know we talked about explaining we, not you, and not and being responsible for ourselves, but acknowledging the shared contribution that is necessary in order to have a fruitful collaborative environment. But let's talk about acknowledging the value of you as well as the relationship and the other person, obviously. So often when we're having these kind of conversations, we forget or we ignore that the other person may have tried. Now, they may not have tried to your level of satisfaction, obviously, with a particular issue. But for the most part, we're all trying to get along. For the most part, we're all trying to relate. Now, if you've noticed that the other person that's involved has done their part of work, it may not have, again, I keep on saying this for emphasis because I definitely try myself to do the best I can. But sometimes we get busy, we get sidetracked, we get distracted, things happen and things may not come together the way that we want. But if that you know that they have tried. You know that they are doing their best work. Acknowledge it. Literally state it. Hey, Sue, Tom, Rob, Amy, Emily, whatever their name is. I know that you're trying your best. I see that. I know that you really want to do this, but haven't been able to. Is there anything that I can do to support you? Just saying that can really help them drop their guard make them feel that they are understood and open the door for some more honest conversation. Look, I really, really, really struggled with some pain in my shoulder and my back. And 
I remember that my husband, try as he could, try as he could, would try to be my own personal masseuse. And I said, and after some failed attempts, I said, look, I know that you love me. I know you're doing the best, but I need to seek someone who's professional <laughs> because I want to make sure that our time is being used effectively. And besides, I think it's good for me to go outside and get some fresh air every once in a while and in a spa environment. And I believe that you're straining yourself physically because I know that he was getting shoulder pains from trying to massage my shoulder in terms of trying to be a little too more forceful. It just was a hot mess where I acknowledged that he was trying his best, and, but there was a better way that we both didn't explore up until that point. Think about all the ways that you can explore different ways to resolve it. It may not be in the way that you're accustomed to or they're used to, but trust me, if both of you guys are committed to learning and understanding, a solution will appear, okay? And as you're doing this, understand that suggestions are just suggestions, not mandates. And literally explain, as you suggest, how you can, how both of you guys can benefit from the situation. Well, and let's get back to the whole massage incident. I benefit from being in a spa. I enjoy the spa. I love being in that spa environment. My husband enjoys some free time away from me. <laughs> As an example, he can be able to use his energy physically to do pull-ups or lift weights or whatever. He doesn't have to necessarily use his physical energy trying to massage out my my knots and pains and whatever. Always think about how this, this suggestion is a win-win all around and how both of you guys can come to a resolution where both of you guys feel satisfied and happy and understanding that Things can be modified over time. There is no hard and fast rule. I want us to get away from this idea that it has to be done one way and that we have to steamroll people into it. Perhaps just the conversation can open the door to explore other ideas. Okay. Now let's recap this whole idea of compassionate directness. First of all, I just want to let you know that the fact that you're listening tells me that you are dedicated to improving not just your relationships with yourself, but relationship with others. Now, we may be hesitant to share our feelings because of shame, past issues, past hangups and hurts. I talk about healing from that in Amazing Attitude, but the, for the our time with one another, I want you to understand that Give yourself the space in the room to understand that these things take time to resolve, okay? Now, let's talk in more we and not you. When we speak in use, it comes as accusatory. It robs us of our power. It robs us of all the things that we are capable of doing. I want you to be able to acknowledge the value that's coming from you as well as the other person and what you want out of the relationship. I want you to provide suggestions that are total win-wins across the board. That way, everyone feels that no one's missing out. No one's being dragged into something that they're not ready to do. And we're both acknowledging that there is value in continuing the relationship, but just maybe not in the way that's being done right now. I'm hoping this episode helped you. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it with people in your network. And if you got any questions or you want to dive into detail with this a little bit further, write me at podcast at denisetlee.com. Well, thank you for listening. I'm hoping again that this has really been helping you. And I can't wait to talk with you again later. Take care. Bye-bye.